Well, this was the half hour that I've been promising since the beginning of the show, just to tell you about uh, about dad jokes, which is always great. Um, they they really were just jokes. Right? I mean, it, they became dad jokes sort of in the not too uh, distant past. Uh, but with Father's Day coming up, what better way to pay tribute to dad than with a whole slew of bad dad jokes? Not to be confused with bad jokes, of course, and you certainly don't have to be a dad to tell them. Um, there's a surprise in all this too. The perhaps least surprising form of comedy might be good for you. It's good to laugh. It's a form of connection as well. Well, here's a taste from Will Farrell, Mark Wahlberg, and a dad joke competition. What do mermaids wash their fins with? <laughs> Tide. The first part was funnier. You should have never thrown the punchline. That was terrible. Did you know in King Arthur's time, one of the knights of the round table collected taxes? His name was Surcharge. Yeah. <laughs> Top that. What did the fried rice say to the shrimp? Fry your rice. Don't walk away from me. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Did you hear Steve Harvey and his wife got into a fight? <laughs> That's not real, is it? Yeah. It was a family feud. <laughs> Terrible. Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg there telling some dad jokes. Again, the term dad jokes may be relatively new. The concept of what is a dad joke or what we now call them is not. Uh, no one knows that better than Anne Libra. She's a uh, associate professor of comedy writing at Columbia College in Chicago and director of comedy studies for Second City. And she's here to tell us all about the history and enduring appeal of the dad joke. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Well, just off the top, you sound like, it sounds like a fascinating, fascinating job or jobs. Uh, what is it that you do? Uh, I run, I actually created the first degree in comedy writing and performance uh, in the, in the United States. And I teach what I refer to as baby comedians, uh, how to work, uh, what, what we call comedy cross-training, because what we, what we realized is that the people who come out of the Second City, which is where I got my start, uh, tend to be writer-director performers who work across mediums. And so we teach our students how to be, do have that comedy cross-training. Not just to be funny, in other words, but how to be able to do it across multiple platforms and, uh, and do it well. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, we're here today to talk about the dad joke, which is uh, always an interesting conversation. Uh, is it a relatively new term or how recent is it? Well, so dad joke, the term dad jokes, I mean, dads have been telling jokes for centuries, clearly. Uh, but the term dad joke is actually a relatively new term. Before that, we just called them jokes. Um, but there was a real sort of change in comedy that happens roughly in the 1950s and in, in certainly in the Western world where we move from jokes that anyone can tell and jokes that are fairly thin, that are based in puns or surprise to you have comedians like Lenny Bruce who, who are telling jokes that are really based in their own opinion, that are based in, in point of view. Um, and so dad, so these, the things that we call dad jokes sort of fall out of favor because you can't just tell uh, a Lenny Bruce joke as if it were your own, right? You, you, you could, but it'd be weird, uh, you know, or you can't tell a Richard Pryor joke uh, as if it were your own. Um, 
But what happens is we need to have a name for the point of view of these <laughs> jokes that are just jokes. And of course, these are the jokes that dads tell. Yeah, well, why is that? I mean, how did it get that moniker? Because because uh, it can both be, I mean, it's funny. I think the first time anyone ever told me, usually someone much younger than you says, wow, that's a dad joke. You kind of take it a bit personally. As a, was, it that, <laughs> was it that bad? And, and I guess that's kind of a, a misnomer because dad jokes don't necessarily have to be bad, but it helps. No, well, dad, the thing about dad jokes is that when they're told, they're often a way that dads in particular an authority figure wants to like create connection because one of the things that comedy does is it creates a sense between you and I that we have similar knowledge, we have similar understanding. Um, so a joke is a way of making connection. And dads traditionally <laughs> uh, are 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 more concerned about are less comfortable with making connection. Maybe uh, moms are more aware of day to day. So your dad's way of like making a connection with you is to tell a joke that then you're both going to laugh at. And of course, dads may not always do it very well. <laughs> yeah, or groan at. That's always the... Uh... <laughs> exactly. So it, the, it, the point of the joke isn't necessarily for us to, to laugh together. It's almost like being told a familiar story. It's something that connects us. And that, of course, is, is age old, right? Yeah, indeed. I think I think some version of dads uh, saying something awkward <laughs> uh, that that was meant to be playful. It was probably happening uh, at the same time as we were making cave paintings. So, Anne, when you talk about dad jokes, what qualifies as a dad joke, quote unquote? Well, for me, the specifically desert. And by the way, dads can tell all kinds of jokes when they watch you. Some uh, dads are very funny, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Some dads actually are comedians, uh, but but for me, what makes something a dad joke is that it's not uh, specific to the point of view of a comedian. Instead, it's a joke that anyone can tell. Um, it might be a riddle, but it also might be uh, a. My, oh, my dad loved what they call shaggy dog jokes, <laughs> which are joke. which are jokes that take like the setup of the joke is like five minutes long and it involves complex elements, you know, an orca his favorite joke was about an orchestra that where the bass section was supposed to play Beethoven, but they didn't come in to the very end. All of this ends up with the tagline, which is it's the bottom of the ninth, the score was tied and the bases were loaded. Which is great, <laughs> but it's but it's a joke that's meant to share the pleasure of it, much less than it's meant to uh, evoke hysterical laughter. Yeah, that's the that part of it. I mean, yeah, my dad, <laughs> my dad tells good uh, dad jokes too. The best punchline of his was one that involved uh, carp to carp walleting. <laughs> Which you don't want to know about a wall being <laughs> dropped in the in the water and two fish jump out and grab it and you know but but you're right it was always about the elaborate setup and then the sort of groanful end right yes, yes. Um, I, I mean, how do comedians feel about about uh, about uh, dad jokes because it would feel you know for for those who are used to doing complex and 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 uh, sort of very complex and personal joke telling the dad joke could I I guess feel a bit uh, amateurish. 
Well, it's I, I want I think we all have a, a fondness for them, partially because we all have dads. Uh, and, and I will say this, um, for many people who are in comedy, when you talk to them about where their inspiration was, it's frequently their dad who introduced them to comedy. Their dad who uh, showed them SCTV or who uh, took them to see the Marx Brothers movies. So there's already a sort of connection there. So, so many comedians have a sort of fondness for the idea of dad jokes. Um, but also, they're, they're the cleanest, tightest, simplest jokes. They're jokes that have once, you know, it's a riddle. Where, do, where does the uh, uh, general keep his ar- armies? In his sleeveys, <laughs> right? And it's a joke, <laughs> which is a joke that was not told to me by, but not told me by a dad per se, but was told to me by Bernie Solins, who was one of the founders of Second City. But in the same way your dad tells you, he's like, do you want to hear a riddle? Which is always, which is always buyer beware kind of moment. (laughs) Exactly. So I think there's a joy in them, right? There's a joy in this sort of simple setup and punchline construction. There's the joy in how this is the kind of story that anyone can tell. You know, none of us would be caught dead as a professional comedian telling one of these on stage. But backstage, a lot of comedians sort of collect them. Really? Oh yeah. Um, they call they all comedians will call them street jokes. Right. Sort right. of like it's, sort of like having, you know, the difference between having a having a street hot dog versus going to a great restaurant. Exactly. Right? Like it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nothing you do in front of a paying audience, but but when you get the chance, there's a there's a sort of joy in in how they work and in their sort of universality. I'm speaking with Anne Libra. She's a uh, associate professor of comedy writing at Columbia College in Chicago uh, and a director of comedy studies for Second City. We'll be uh, back after this with more about uh, the fascinating world of dad jokes. Stick around. This half hour, I have the pleasure of speaking with Anne Libra. She's an associate professor of comedy writing at Columbia College in Chicago, a director of comedy studies for Second City. You may know the name, uh, a famous comedy spot, um, and also teaches a course, I believe, in dad jokes. Is that, did I have that right? Did you actually? Uh, I so, no, <laughs> it's not actually a course in dad jokes per se, gotcha. I should say, uh, uh, as part of uh, my first year uh, comedy survey class where I get a giant room full of 18-year-old aspiring comedians uh, in front of me, <laughs> which, as you can imagine, is a little bit like doing a stand-up act every week. Uh, we spend a fair amount of time on jokes. And, uh, and then I will say this. My students were the first ones who introduced me to the idea of it being called dad jokes. I was really just talking to them about, here's how a simple joke works and what's the sort of math behind it. And they're like, Oh, it's dad jokes. We love dad jokes. <laughs> That's great. So what is the simple math? And I think you kind of got to it earlier, but there is a simplicity to it, right? It's either a lot of it's in the buildup with the, with the short punny uh, uh, punchline or, but what is the mathematics of, of a good joke or a dad joke? Well, well, a joke itself is a setup that sets up ex- an expectation. So it, it, it makes you assume uh, something uh, is going to happen. So, uh, all right, here's a joke that I always use um, that, that's a little uh, off color, shall we say, uh, sure. which is the, the, the setup is what's brown and sticky. 
Oh, no. <laughs> which, of course, brings to mind a certain bodily function. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> uh, but the, the punchline then reverses that expectation. And the punchline for that particular joke is a stick. True. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, so, so one of the things about that punchline then is that it's meant to both uh, the the punchline should reverse the expectation you have, but it should also be true. Right. So there's there's an element of surprise to it too, even yes. though you may groan when you, when you hear it. Yeah. Well, and and again, it's 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 not sophisticated by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> and it's meant to be um, something that anybody can understand. Are they universal? I mean, in that sense, do, do, do we know that other cultures have, you know, that all around the world, there are kids and, and other, others sort of rolling their eyes at something someone in the room is telling them? Well, it's interesting. I mean, jokes themselves don't travel well because uh, expectations, uh, the setups and reversals and language are all very cultural specific. Um, but every culture has their version of a dad joke. Uh, we, but the, the funny thing is, of course, if you tried to translate, it would make no sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> always like what's black and white and red all over a newspaper, right? That was always the one my dad used to tell me. Well, was... Or a sunburned zebra. <laughs> right. That one has a million permutations. Yes, it does. <laughs> Sadly. Uh, well, and again, that's the pleasure is that we can start, we start to get the mechanism. I and mean, one of my favorite things is kids making up their own jokes. Where like they get, they get the idea there's a surprise, but they don't actually know uh, how it's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, it always comes off comes off a bit disjointed or not. They're almost uh, you know sort of abstract in that yes, way. It's yes. fascinating. What, what did the lion say to the butterfly? Boo! <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. When I mean, I feel like the word "dad joke" now has become obviously a bit of a generational thing, right? So it's kind of a way of saying, "When do you think it became associated with?" I suppose it always has been, but when did it become associated with sort of a passage of time? Like all of a sudden, you're no longer, uh, you know, to, to use a very old phrase, you're no longer hip to what's hip when you're telling these kinds of jokes. Well, I think what's interesting, I mean, you could you can probably trace it back to the dads who were around in the 1940s and early 1950s uh, who weren't listening to the hip comedy albums in the days when comedy was on records, uh, who weren't listening to the hip comedy albums, who didn't know this sort of point of view humor and instead just wanted to share the jokes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean that that makes that makes perfect sense. I mean, th these days it really does imply sort of uh, something that you're, you know, something that someone out of a different generation would say. What's strange is that although you know whole generations of, of parents, uh, people my age, you know, in their early fifties, have grown up with all sorts of subversive comedy. Uh, you know, you could still pull out the dad joke, right? That's always, I've always found that interesting that somehow it, it does not just, it, it's not just about a, a certain period of time, but it seems to be a, you know, sort of a, a passage of time for the individual brain, brain, I wonder. Well, it's also, I mean, it's a joke that anyone can tell. And it's a joke. Most of them are jokes anyone can tell to anyone. So again, it's a joke that grandpa can tell to dad in front of the kids it's a joke that dad can tell the kids and it's not, uh, it, it's safe and it's got this sort of uh, uh, ease to it that we're all going to get it. It doesn't require you having any adult knowledge or uh, awareness of drug culture, say. <laughs> exactly. 
So I imagine your recommendation then, because I imagine some when you know when when a when a joke gets a gets a term like dad joke, perhaps there are many out there who may think twice about telling one, thinking ah maybe that'll land wrong. Uh, but but happiness and, and joy is universal, laughter is universal, and and breaking you know uh, connection is universal. So I imagine your your recommendation is to keep telling those dad jokes. Just make sure you tell them properly. One hundred percent. Tell tell that joke and tell it proud. <laughs> Yeah. And, and any favorites of yours? I'm trying to think of other ones. You know what the funny thing about dad jokes is that you forget them. You forget them. Like I can remember entire Eddie Murphy routines. I can remember entire, remember entire George Carlin routines or Stephen Wright routines, but I have a hard time remembering dad jokes off the top of my head. Well, I mean, again, my favorite, my, my, the personal one that I love to tell my students is the one about the general, uh, where does the general keep his armies and his sleeves? That's an excellent one. <laughs> That's an excellent, it's so bad and yet so good. Yes. So good. So where do you think it goes from here? I mean, I, it feels like dad joke is a relatively, relatively modern uh, terminology. Do you think it'll change over time at all? Or is, is, are we here to stay with the term? I, I, I think dads are always going to tell jokes. And I think dads are always going to tell bad jokes. And dads are always going to want to play with their kids and maybe feel a little uncomfortable about it. Uh, that's not going anywhere. Um, whether we'll still call them dad jokes in uh, 30 years that I don't know. That is the new thing, right? Is, is that is that we have this persona attached to these jokes that everyone can tell. Well, and it gives me great comfort to know that there are whole rooms full of aspiring comedians who will jump out of their seats to tell you how much they love, love dad jokes. Absolutely. And Lamar, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. It was mine.